be in the house of the Lord one more time. There's so many other places that we could be, but thank God that he's allowed us to be in his house on this morning. We came to give him the glory and the honor and the praise, and he's worthy of it. Amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. We're going to give him the highest praise this morning. Hallelujah. You out in Facebook land, God bless you. Thank you for joining the New Beginnings Full Gospel Church. Hallelujah. 658 East 92nd Street in the beautiful city of Chicago, Illinois. Amen. We're going to give him the highest praise this morning. And what is the highest praise that we can give to God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. Give God the highest praise. Acknowledge him in all ways. And all the people say, Halle, halle, hallelujah. Halle, halle, hallelujah. Halle, halle, hallelujah. Halle, halle, hallelujah. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And Come on, let me hear you this morning. The, the Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the nations. And his glory above the nations. The Lord is high above the heavens. The Lord is high above the heavens. And his glory above the why don't you give God the highest praise? Acknowledge Him in our ways. And all the people say, Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah!
Hallelujah. We bless you. Hallelujah. We magnify you. We glorify you this morning for you are good and you're worthy to be praised. You are an awesome God. You're magnificent and you're holy. And we worship you this morning. We lift you with the sound of our voices. We glorify you with the fruit of our lips for you are worthy of the glory. Who else but you? Who else would have done it but you? Who else could have saved us but you? Who else could have delivered us but you? Who else could have set us free but you? You deserve the glory, hallelujah. You deserve to be lifted, come on. You deserve to be magnified. You deserve to be exalted. You deserve to be high and lifted up and we glorify you, God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory to your name, God. Glory, glory, glory. We bless you and we magnify you. 
And now, God, we pray in Jesus' name that any and everything that we've done, said or thought that was against your will, that crucified you afresh, we pray now in Jesus' name that you would forgive us. We repent, God. We don't just want to apologize, but we turn from those things that are contrary to your word. We turn from those things that crucify you afresh, God. We thank you now that you are a just and faithful God to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so we pray now in Jesus' name that you would wash us, create in us clean hearts and renew right spirits on the inside of us. Help us, oh God, to present our bodies as living sacrifices even this morning, holy and acceptable unto you, which is just our reasonable service. And we will not conform to the things of this world, oh God, but we want to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so we thank you for the blood that's washing us even now, that's cleansing and purifying us in Jesus' name. And now, God, we thank you that you're moving in this place. You're already here. We ask that you have your way even the more. Yes, Lord, have your way even the more. Have your way even the more. Allow the anointing of God to fall fresh in this place. For we know that it's the anointing that destroys every yoke. And so we pray now in Jesus' name that your anointing will fall afresh even now. Let your glory come in the room. Let the weight of your glory shift this atmosphere, shift this place even now in the name of Jesus. And we glorify you. We say yes to you now. Whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to say, Whatever it is, God, we say yes, have your way. If you want to heal, we say yes. If you want to deliver, we say yes. If you want to save, we say yes. If you want to speak, we say yes. Have your way in this place, down every road, down the aisle now, in Jesus' name. And we give you glory for victory. Now send your word, oh God. Send your word with power and under the anointing. That yokes may be destroyed. Ah, God, allow the word to prick our hearts. That we may hide it in our hearts and not sin against thee. In the name of Jesus, not that our ears be tickled. Not that our emotions, oh God, be coddled. But we be changed by your word today. In the name of Jesus, we will not leave here the same. Because where your presence is, the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty we will be free and free indeed in Jesus' name we pray come on give God glory for the victory it is so it is so it is so and so it is and it shall not be otherwise in Jesus' name he is a good God the word of the Lord declares in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together look at somebody and say oh magnify the lord with me and let us come on let us let us let us exalt his name together for he's good come on come on now let's exalt him 
Come on, let's exalt him. Hallelujah. He's a good God and he's worthy to be praised. He's awesome. He's mighty and he is majestic and we thank him. Thank you to those of you that are tuned in uh, via Facebook. We appreciate and we love you. Thank you. You are tuned in to the New Beginnings for Gospel Church located here 658 East 92nd Street on the great southeast side of Chicago on the corner of 92nd and Langley and we are indeed grateful to have you in our virtual sanctuary. To those of you our visitors in the house of God this morning, we appreciate we love and we thank you for joining. Come on, clap your hands for our visitors in the house and in our virtual space. We honor you. Uh, Minister Dorothy McClure, we honor you. Sister Pat, we see you. Auntie Bobby, we see you. Thank you for joining. All of you that are joining, Pastor Emmerker, we love you. To our emeritus pastor, thank you for joining us. Come on, clap your hands for our leaders, our pastors, pastors, Ronald and Karen Doherty. Hallelujah. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, clap your hands for our leaders. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about what God is doing and getting ready to do in the house. Are you ready to go higher? Come on, shout hallelujah. Come on, are you ready to go higher? Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Come on, let's clap our hands and praise the Lord this morning. We acknowledge the presence of the Lord in the room. It's the presence of the Lord. There is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. We acknowledge the presence of the Lord in the room. Somebody wave your hands on this morning. We acknowledge your presence. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. We praise your name this morning. Come on, put your hands together, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come on in, take a seat, and have it all. Praise God of Zion, Judah's Lion. We acknowledge your presence, oh Lord. Holy Spirit, come on. You are welcome. Come on in, take a seat, and have it all. Praise God of Zion, Judah's Lion. We acknowledge your presence. One more time. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. You are welcome. Come on in. Take a seat. And have it. I praise God of Zion. Choose the lion. We acknowledge your presence. Oh Lord. God of mercy. Show your glory. As we enter this place. Show us your faith. God please. Give us peace. Your presence, oh Lord, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come on in, take a seat, and have it all. Praise God of Zion, Judas Lion. We acknowledge your presence, oh Lord, hey, God of mercy. Come on, show your glory as we enter this place. Show us your face, God, please. Peace. We acknowledge your presence, oh Lord. God, show up. God, show us your glory. As we enter this place, show us your face. God, please. We acknowledge your presence, oh Lord. God, show up. God, show us your glory. As we enter this place, show us your face. God, please. We acknowledge your presence, oh Lord. 
today. Thank you, Jesus. We acknowledge your presence that you're real in the building today. Hallelujah. God's got a blessing for you. Reach up, reach up, reach out. Receive what God has in store for you on this morning. Open yourself up to the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And allow him to minister to you right where you are. Hallelujah. He knows exactly what you need. Hallelujah. He knows exactly what you need. And Lord, we thank you that you're moving by your... You're moving by your spirit, and we will not be the same. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge your presence. Come on, don't stop. Let's worship him. Come on, let's worship him. Come on, let's worship him. If you acknowledge him, acknowledge his presence, come on, you ought to show some sign that he's here. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, lift your voice and say, we give.
you out there. We give. We give. Come on, lift your voice and say. Praise your God. <laughs> Come on and praise our God. Come on and lift him, my name. We glorify you. We glorify you. For you are worthy. You are. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know about you, but God is good. He's been good to me. Look at somebody and say, he's been good to me. I didn't always get it right, but he was still good to me. I haven't always been faithful to him, but he's good to me. Oh yeah, I don't deserve it, but my God is good to me. I should have been dead, but he's good to me. I, didn't, I shouldn't be here, but God is good to me. Hallelujah. He's good. All right, come on. This is a perfect time to receive the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm, I believe that God is getting ready to speak to us to change our lives. So I want you to put your hands together for our leader, the man servant of God who's coming to give us the word of God on today with power and clarity. Come on, we bind all distractions now. That spirit that wants to cause us not to receive the word that's getting ready to go forth. In the name of Jesus, we will receive your word today. Speak to us, God. Speak to us and cover the man of God as he gives us what you've given him. In Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands for Pastor Ronald Gordy as he comes. Come on, clap your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, glory be to God, our Savior. We bless, we magnify, we lift his name because he's worthy to be praised. Has he been good to anybody? Hallelujah. If you don't know that he's been good, take a breath. If it still works, then he's been good. If it's still happening, then he's been good. But still functioning, then he has been good, and we owe him the praise. Amen. You can have your seats. We praise God. We bless him, and we magnify him for his goodness unto us. Nobody like our God. Nobody like our God. And we are grateful, and we are thankful for his goodness unto us. He's awesome in what he does. And the great thing about it is that he continues to do but he's always done. Amen. Amen. Whether we stop to give him praise or not, he done set it in motion. It keeps happening over and over again. And for that, we are indeed grateful. We thank God for each of you who are here in the sanctuary and those who have joined us via Facebook or YouTube or however you're seeing us.
Hey, God is good. We bless him and we thank him for his goodness and for you being a part of what's going on in the house of God on today. We bless God. We thank God. We just want to come and as we gather on Sundays, we come to lift him up. Why do I come to live? Yeah, I come with some things. I need him to do some things. But it's just like when you go to work on your payday, when they give you the check, it's not for what you're about to do. It's for what you've already done. It's for what you've already worked, how you've already given. So when we come into the house of God, although I have some things I need for him to do for me right now, I've got to glorify him for what he's already done. How he's been faithful, how he's been good, how he has made a way, how he has covered me, how he has kept me when I kept the line and when I didn't even see what the line was. Amen, amen. Some of us, we didn't have them days. You know, they taught you when you were young to try to color inside the lines. And some of us knew better, but we just wanted to go all over the paper. Forget the lines. Let me just express myself. Amen. In the days I stayed within the lines, in the days I expressed myself, he has been consistent and faithful. For his goodness, I give him glory, honor, and praise. And again, we thank God for each of you who are here to be a part of our worship on today. Amen. We're going to get into the word of God in, in just a moment, but just kind of let, let you know as we are preparing for next Sunday. Next Sunday is the first Sunday of February, right? <laughs> first Sunday of February, yeah. So y'all know we're starting phase two of our Daniel fast. Sunday morning when you get up next Sunday. I don't want you to forget, so let me throw it in now. Next Sunday we're starting phase two of our Daniel fast and the way that we do it here and, and, and we got reasons it ain't, it ain't scripture. <laughs> well, that in the Bible. No, we do. But we just for the sake of the people here and for what God is doing for us and just for us being able to see victory. Sometimes I got to be able to see victory before I give myself fully to pursue it. If I don't see it, if it look a long way off, I'm struggling to get there. So we've taken our 21-day Daniel fast and we've broken it up into three sections, the first full week of January, the first full week of February, and the first full week of March. For seven days, we fast from six in the morning to six in the evening, nothing but water. After six in the evening, you can have a sensible meal. Sensible. Wait a minute. Let me clarify, because for some of y'all, sensible is like everything I missed. That makes sense, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Something light, something sensible. So you <laughs> ain't trying to go to bed, try to, you know, made up for breakfast, lunch, and now dinner. No, have a sensible meal. So from Sunday through Saturday, from 6 in the morning to 6 in the evening, we do nothing but water. For us, for our last hour, from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock in the evening, we get on our Zoom call and we have we pray for the last hour. So we pray each day out of the fast. So we break it up in three, three sections. So when you look at your Daniel fast, you're not looking at 21 days long. You're looking at seven at a, seven at a section. And I can see myself doing seven a lot of times as opposed to doing 21. 
So we just kind of adjusted just a little bit. So those of you next Sunday morning, when you get up, don't go into the kitchen, start throwing the eggs and all that on. And uh, we start our fast next Sunday. So let me tell you now. So you won't come in Sunday morning and then look at us. Oh, man, I forgot. No. Don't, if you forgot, you forgot on purpose. Amen. Amen. So next Sunday we'll be starting our phase two of our Daniel fast. And we praise God and we bless God for those who are entering in to do it. That, that, that Jesus, David said this to uh, when, when, when he had sinned in numbering the people. And uh, God began to send judgment against the people and they were, uh, uh, people were dying and, and God was ready to, for, for David really to, to kind of intercede. And, and the angel of the Lord was going through the land and he had his sword drawn. And at one point God stopped him and said, okay, stop. And the angel of the Lord kind of stood and hovered over with his sword drawn. And David was able to see this, and, and the, the prophets talked to uh, David, and, and David began to realize, you know, he wanted to offer sacrifice to God because God had stayed the hand of the angel who was destroying the land because of David's sin. And I'm, talk, I'm not talking about Bathsheba, but when he numbered the people, it was against what God wanted, and, and David had pushed and had it done. So David saw what was going on, and through words of the, the, the prophet that was there, David went to this field to make an offering to build a sacrifice unto God. And when he got to the field, the owner of the field saw David coming and uh, began to ask David, why are you here? And David told him, I need, to, I need this field, I need uh, uh, a wood for the sacrifice to build the altar, and I need cattle or an offering. And, 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 and the, the owner of the field said, listen, whatever you want, just take it. You're the king, I, I give it to you. And David said, no, 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 I don't offer God nothing that doesn't cost me something. So when I begin to think about fasting and stuff like that, you know, we want to we want to give God the easy things, <laughs> you know, that we got plenty of and things of that nature. But but when I really want to honor God and reach him, it's going to cost me something. And I've got to be willing to give the sacrifice. So for a lot of us, you think about not eating from six in the morning to six in the evening. Oh, Jesus, can I at least have my coffee? Some of y'all, y'all day ain't right until y'all had coffee, but y'all don't just do coffee. Y'all got caramel macchiata with all kind of stuff in it. Please. Okay, so we, we're going to refrain. We're going to offer a sacrifice to God in our time of fasting. So starting next Sunday, we're jumping right into it, phase two, and we'll hit phase three in March. Just want to let you know so you be ready so we can get in there and do it. But when we offer sacrifice to God, he comes through. Amen. He doesn't allow us to sacrifice for him and him not do anything in return. He blesses us. He builds us and strengthens us. So, however, you know, uh, as, as you want to be a part of that, I realize some of you have uh, medical issues and you've got to take your medication and it calls for you to take a little something because some of it bothers your stomach. I understand that. And I'm not saying don't do that. I'm not saying that. Do what you need to do, but you don't need a whole breakfast to take your two pills. Man, you can take your piece of toast. It'll be enough. They'll get it for you. All right. So uh, next week, starting Sunday through Saturday, we'll be in our phase two of our Daniel fast. Uh, we want to also be mindful of there are a number of uh, of our members who are dealing with illnesses, 
We want to continue to pray for them. We continue to pray for Elder Larry. Uh, Minister Dorothy is not here. We're praying for her and a various uh, number of other people who are dealing with some issues. We want to keep lifting them up in prayer. God is able, and he's doing a great work. So let me encourage us to pray for one another. When you don't see your brother or sister here, please lift them up in prayer. You don't know what's going on, but God does. He hears and answers prayer. He hears and answers prayer. Glory to God for his goodness. God is a great God. All right, all right. Let's move on. Let's get on down the way. Faster next week. <laughs> Just had to throw that there one more time. <laughs> God is good. All those who have your Bibles, if you would open up to uh, uh, Book of Romans, Chapter 8. We're just kind of continuing down the way that we've been going. This year, our, our theme for the year is let's grow, let's grow, let's grow. And we're looking at the areas in which we grow. The first quarter of the year, we'll be talking about growing spiritually. There needs to be some developing in us as we're moving on to serve and to know the Lord. Growing spiritually. Next, next quarter, the second quarter of the year, we'll be talking about growing financially. And I'm not talking about everybody getting rich. I'm talking about getting your finances in order, doing things the way that God has prescribed them for us, and that will help us to be benefit us financially. And it may cause us to get rich. You don't know. But as we do it the right way, then there are blessings attached to it. Uh, I think the, the third quarter, we're talking about growing relationally, and that's with uh, uh, husband and wife relationship parent and children relationships, family type deal, all of those type of relationships we'll be kind of covering during that time. We want to grow relationally. And the last quarter we'll be talking about growing uh, uh, in a self-development. And I, I think I said academic growth, but uh, it's self-development. There are some things in you, there's potential in you. And you don't want to die not having at least ex exposed yourself or expressed that potential. So we want to be growing in those areas so we're developing. So God has a full person that he's using and doing great things for us. But we bless God and we thank God for what's going on. So in the book of Romans chapter 8, we're going to start at verse 9. It says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus up from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if any, if, but for if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if through the spirit ye do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. And we just like to take the thought for this morning. I know how I want to say it, and I'm going to say it how I want to say it, but I'm going I'm to say it the way that I said it, wrote it. How are you living? Spelled it all, L-I-V-I-N-G. But when I looked at it, I said, how you living? Like we said in our neighborhood, how you living? <laughs> we don't get all proper, how are you living? No, no, we say, how you living? In other words, what's going on in your life? How are you doing the things that you do? What is the path that you're taking? How are you engaged? And what are you uh, uh, bringing in the past as you 
go about the walk that you are in. How are you living? What are you engaged in? What are the, what are the uh, uh, goals that you have and, and all of this type of stuff? How are you living? Some of us, we look at our lives and they're real raggedy. We just fly by ear, by the seat of our pants, whatever we feel like we do and stuff like that with no goal, with no uh, destination other than uh, I'm going to make it through the day. Didn't make up my bed this morning because I'm going to get back in it tonight. <laughs> For some of y'all, that's a travesty, the devil. <laughs> you ain't going to make up your bed. What's wrong with you? But we bless God because, you know, hey. But how you living? How you living? How you living? So we've been talking about this, this spiritual growth, and we're talking about growing and developing uh, spiritually. And one of the things we talked about uh, on the first Sunday that we talked about it was, our, our topic was, flesh, you ain't the boss of me. And we discussed how God created this body, this flesh, to give us connection with this world that he created. And when God did all of that, he looked at it and said, this is good. Very good. Man was so in sync with God that whatever God said, whatever God's thoughts were about the thing, man followed through fully. We talked about God talking about the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He told them not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so in tune with they, were they with God that they didn't even look in the direction of the tree. Say, so how you know that? Because so, when the serpent brought the, uh, the, attention, the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil to Eve. Eve didn't, hadn't even looked. At, when she looked at it, it says, then she saw it was something to be desired. So how can it be something beautiful or desirable and you don't know that it's desirable? You ain't been paying it no attention. Why were they not paying it no attention? Because God said, don't bother it. So in sync with God were the people that if God said don't do a thing, then they turned and went the other way. Ain't no need of me going over there. God said no. God said no, and I'm going to do what God says. God visited them in the cool of the day, and they were glad to see him. When the enemy beguiled them, when he tricked them, that's the thing about y'all. Y'all gotta watch advertisement because there be some things that you ain't even thought about, and a commercial come on, and all of a sudden it's in your head. Ooh, I ain't had one of them, and I don't know how long. And you start desiring it again and again. The more you see the advertisement, the more you want it. Before you know it, you're going in the direction of that thing. So what the enemy began to was doing the Eve was beginning to advertise the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Listen, you've been not even paying that no attention. Let me get your mind over here. Look at this tree. It looked good. Something to be desired. And if you eat of it, you will be like God. And she saw that it was something to be desired went in that direction. So I have to be careful about what's going on, and especially you know, when I'm dealing with this flesh, because that's what the enemy tempts us through, this, this, the, the pull and the desires of this flesh. There's some things that he knows you ain't even interested in. It don't, it don't do nothing for you or nothing like that. You, don't, you, know, you see it, you, ah, but there are some other things that just the sight of it catches your full attention. And the thing about the devil was he takes notes about what, takes, what gets your attention. And if ever he needs to get to you or want to get to you, you know he's going to bring up something. 
that you are interested in, that you have some inkling, inkling toward, that you desire. That's what he bloom blasts in your eye. You're like, ooh. Before you know it, you keep looking, he will pull you in. It's through the desires of this flesh that he gets us. So this flesh that God created and said was good, the enemy tempted Eve and, and through her yielding to the temptation, now this flesh has been infected with an illness called sin and is dying now where it was living before. Dying because it's now separated from the will and the purpose of God in that it crossed the line. It did what it was not supposed to do and it began to bring about a death. So the next time God's come walking in the garden instead of Adam and Eve running and say, hey, they was like, oh, and they went to hiding. Pulled them and got, got their attention through this flesh. So that, that God created and said was good. Now it's being corrupted and it's not in sync with God like it once was because of sin. So we talked about that flesh, you ain't the boss of me. So us getting controlled, realizing what goes on with this flesh so that I don't yield to it because it's trying to bring me under subjection to itself. So last week we came and we came back and we we're trying to help us grow. For, for, so, so the way that I began to grow is one, become, become aware of what's stopped or uh, uh, hindering my growth. I got to become aware of what it is so now I know what to fight. Man, if I don't know that the cake is giving me sugar diabetes, okay, move on. All right, <laughs> or, or, or the salt is causing my blood pressure to go up, I keep doing it. But when I start knowing it, now I got to do something about it so I can't eat the whole cake. I can't eat, not in one sitting. <laughs> it, it ain't good like that. It ain't, it ain't good like that. So I have to, I become aware of that so that I can begin to fight this. So the next thing, the lesson we talked about, uh, we talked about uh, 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 what's in your head or where your head at last week. Our thoughts, uh, there's a space in place, uh, 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 our minds begin, uh, become uh, uh, really kind of pulled in the direction of either our flesh or our spirit. The mind, they say, is the, is the battleground, the battlefield. And there is a fight for the control of the mind. So I have to keep my mind in the right place or toward spiritual things or the things of God so that I'm not snared by what the enemy is bringing. So what I begin to feed my mind is the direction that I go in. We kind of use as an as a, as a illustration last week. Have you ever been walking somewhere or even driving? All y'all drivers, as, as you're driving somewhere and you're going and, and you, you're in your lane, you got your hand on the steering wheel, 10 and 2 or uh, 1 and whatever, uh, <laughs> with your knee or however you're steering, because y'all get fancy. But, but you, you're in the lane, you're going straight, but something over here catches your attention and you turn your head to look at it. And you look back and you see you have veered in the direction of your head. Unconscious to you what, you what was going on, you start going in the direction because the direction of your head or what's going on in your mind is the direction you're eventually going to be going in. So I have to keep my mind in the right thing so I stay going in the right direction. 
And although I may sometimes be caught up in things in this world and my job situation and stuff like that, I get my mind gets pulled in various directions because of the environment that I'm in. When I get by myself, I got to realize that I need to detoxify, get my head back in the right space and place. So that I stay in the right track. Because if I just keep allowing those things to infiltrate my mind, I'll be pulled in that direction. So I've got to do something to counterbalance what's been going on. So I've got to find spaces and places where I get with God and before God. So the things that I've been experiencing all day long, he can detoxify me. He can get me back in line or get my head straight so I'm not pulled in those directions. So I've got to be careful and mindful of these things so that I can begin to grow and to develop the way that I need to grow and develop because of what's going on around me. I want to be what God wants me to be. I want to live like God wants me to live. So I'm going in the direction that he has me or that he wants me to go. That he wants me to go. The things that he wants me to do. So today we're going to talk about how you're living. How, you, how are you living or how you're living? Depending on what side of the street you live on. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Same thing. All right. So, so, so as I'm thinking about how I'm living, as we read in, 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 in the verses in Romans, it begins to talk about that when I begin to live after the flesh or give myself to the pullings of the flesh, it's really bringing about a death in me. So if my only way of carrying out or living this life is the influences of this world and this world system, I will find out that I am setting myself up to die spiritually and not be all that God will have me to be. We realize this, that when Jesus was here among this earth and he walked and he talked to his disciples about him leaving and going back to heaven, he said, but I won't leave you comfortless. I'm going to send you something that's going to help you. He says in, in, in uh, John 14, uh, uh, 16 through 18, says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it uh, seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, and he, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So Jesus is saying to his disciples, I got to get out of here, but I'm not going to leave you to fend for yourself in this world by yourself. I'm going to give you a comforter because later in the 17th chapter, as he's praying for them, he says, Father, you know, telling God to keep them because they are in the world, but they are not of the world. I need you to keep them. And the way that God keeps us in the right path is that he gives us his spirit. And the spirit of God is there to lead us the right way and keep us on track and on course so that we fulfill the plan and purpose of God for our lives, so that we grow and develop. But I've got to realize and, and know this, that as I'm living this life, that there is this flesh pulling one way and the spirit pulling the other way. And they're both vying for life in my body. And I've got to determine how I'm going to live. Am I going to live after the flesh? Or am I going to live after the spirit? So God sends me this help of the Holy Spirit to help me, to guide me, to lead me in the way so that I'm not drawn or taken over by the things of this world. He gives me his spirit, but I've got to choose 
I've got to choose which one I'm going to follow. And it's left up to me to make the choice. Yes, we say, we tell God, you know, you know, you know, we want the Holy Spirit to come on us and just take me and, and move me the way you, he, he, he can guide you. But you got to follow. He can lead you. He can point you. But you got to take steps in that direction. And they're both vying for our, our attention and for, for pulling for us. And we got to make the decision, how am I going to be living? Am I going to live after the flesh or am I going to live after the spirit? He says, you live after the flesh, then it's going to lead you to death. But if you live in the spirit, then there is life that comes to you. But I've got to make the determination and, 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 and step in the direction of where I'm going. With, with every, I, I've come to find out this about God. With every temptation that has come my way, with every challenge that I have faced, uh, although sometimes I may have fallen into that, but when I go back and, and analyze it, God has been faithful always for me to provide a way of escape. If I take it. If I take it, somewhere in that path, a door opened, a window opened, uh, something came that said to you, this ain't the way you want to go. Come out now. But it was left to me to make the determination whether I will come out or whether I'm going to stay in. But for a lot of us in a lot of different cases, we've decided that we're going to hang around for a little bit because it ain't that bad. This feels good. I'm enjoying what's going on. When it talks about Moses having to make the decision about whether he would suffer with the children of God, the recompense or the what come with that, or to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, Moses chose rather to suffer with the people of God. But when you start talking about suffer and then enjoy, if I offered you suffer, and I offer you enjoy, where you going? For most of us, listen, if you're going to give me cake or medicine, you know what I'm taking. I don't like sweets, okay. <laughs> Whatever I offer you as opposed to medicine, you ain't taking the medicine. Although I know that we were talking about uh, castor oil the other, yesterday. And I know, I, listen, I don't even care how much sugar you put with it. I don't want the castor oil, but it's good for me and it's going to run whatever in me out of me. It's the choice that I make. There's a choice that will lead me to life and there's a choice that's going to lead me to death. And I got to determine which way I'm going to be living. What am I going to yield to? What am I going to give myself to? And although it may be pleasurable right now, what is the end result of this? Will it get me to where God wants me to be? Will it move me in the direction of growing in God? Or is it going to hinder me to the point that it kills me? 
Some of us in our progress or, or in, our, in our striving to achieve goals in our lives and things that we have set before us. And, and, and it's a common occurrence across every situation. Whenever you set a goal and you set your mind to get in that direction, you will find out that as soon as you start moving in that direction, distractions come from everywhere. Vying for your attention. Come on, it ain't going to be but for a minute. <laughs> Some stuff would only take a minute. So I've got to stay on course and I've got to keep my heart and mind in this space and place and realize that God sent his spirit to me so that I will not be ensnared or trapped by these things, so I can, but I can live in the Spirit and enjoy the, the abundance of life that God has for me. You say, what, God didn't send His Spirit to me? Well, did you, have you given your life to the Lord? I know we got through, you know, you got to get saved and then you got to be filled with the Holy Ghost and stuff like that. Let me tell you what happens. You don't get into God without first the Spirit drawing you. You ain't even looking in God's directions unless the Spirit is drawing you. And then when I give my life to God, when I surrender and say yes to him, that I want him to be my savior, the thing that gets me into the body of Christ is the spirit. It seals me. It becomes the mark on my life that I belong to him. Now, yes, there is this feeling of the spirit and then and this feeling again and feeling again. But when I give my life to God, I get his spirit right then and there. The scripture says, if you don't have his spirit, then you are none of his. So if I gave him my life and, he, he, and I became his, then let's say I got the spirit. I got his spirit. Now, there is growing in the spirit and there's developing in the spirit and there's having the spirit fully fill your life and lead you and guide you. But you ain't got to wait on nothing to get his spirit. Now, the thing that helps the spirit grow is that I start doing those things that are spiritual. I get in his word. I, I get in his presence. I come among the saints and, and, I, and, 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 and service time and things of that nature. And I learn of him and that begins to feel and grow me in the spirit. So that when life starts presenting its challenges or its temptations to me, because I'm living in the spirit, I can say no or turn away from the things of this life. But when I'm not feeding my spirit, man, why do this, this, this wolf thing keep coming up in my head? When I'm not feeding the spiritual man, hmm. Jesus told his disciples when he went in the garden to pray, he, he got them together. He left uh, uh, nine of them here. He took three with them a little closer. Then he left them and he went to pray and he told them, tarry here and pray while I, you know, go. And then he got himself away and he came back an hour later and he saw them sleeping. And he said, could you not watch with me for one hour? Then he says this thing. He said, the spirit is willing. But the flesh is weak. There is a desire to do the things of God and to be what God wants you to be and, and live the way, but there is a flesh that said, no, no, I want my cake. I want my ice cream. I want to take me a nap. I done worked hard all day. Da, 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 da. And, and before you know it, because the spirit man has not been built up, although he's willing, 
He doesn't have the power over the flesh, and the flesh wins out. So when I receive Christ and I receive his spirit, and God has given me his spirit to help me to grow and develop and be what he wants me to be, I've got to give food to the spirit. I've got to give food to the spirit. I've got to give food to, okay, God. Okay, so, so, so some of y'all ain't been here. Uh, guests and visitors, I'm not saying y'all ain't been coming to church, <laughs> but been in our service. So a couple of Sundays ago, we, we gave the example of, uh, of the, the, the little story of the, of the grandfather and his son, uh, grandson, uh, who the grandfather's talking to the grandson and he's saying to him, in every person, there are two wolves. He says, one is bad and, and greedy and angry and, and wants to do destruction and all of that. And says one is peaceful and, and mild and wants to do what's right and things of that nature. And he says those two wolves are at war. They are fighting each other. And he left it. Didn't say anything else. So the grandson thought about the situation and, and everything. He said, Grandfather, which one wins? The grandfather said, the one you feed. The one you feed. So as I'm living this life and there is a warfare going on in my head and in my mind, the one who wins is the one I feed. So if I'm continually yielding to the flesh and doing what it desires, guess what? I'm feeding it. And I'm fueling it. And it's gaining power over the spirit in my life so that when I would do good, evil is present with me and I find myself doing what I would not do other than what I know I should do because of how it's being fed. So in my life, I've got to be sure that I'm living in the spirit or trying to do those things that are spiritual so that I'm getting victory and power over the flesh. If I don't, when the situation and circumstance rises and they're pulling at each other, guess who's going to win? So I've got to stay in the spirit. I've got to, and then, see, we start thinking spirit, we start, no, you ain't got to live in the church. No, no. There's a, you gotta, you, there's a life on the outside of here, but you got to learn how to be spiritual outside of here. And that means yielding to or giving myself to those things that are spiritual that builds up this inner man so that as I live for him, then I live in the spirit, then I have life and not death. So I get in my word. I get before God in prayer. And I'm not saying you got to be on your knees all this time, but even in your daily work. Listen. Some of y'all got, well, wives and husbands and y'all, when you was back courting and your girlfriend and stuff like that, you at work and you doing stuff like this and you doing stuff and you sit for a minute and as you doing it, then a smile get on your face and one of your friends know what's going on, say, you thinking about that girl, ain't you? <laughs> smile came out of nowhere. Although you're engaged in work, something else got your mind. Spiritual says that although I'm doing what I need to be doing, something else has my mind. And I yield to that and I give myself to that and it builds me and it strengthens me and it helps me. It's where I live. It's where I spend my time. So I don't have to stay in the church. I just need to take the church with me. 
So when I go to work and I'm doing my job, although I'm doing my job, my mind is on my father. His blessings, the strength that he gives me, the things that he gives me to help me make it from day to day. And I keep my mind on him. And because I keep my mind on him, he keeps me in perfect peace. Because I stay spiritual. I keep living in the spirit. I keep doing those things that are built up my spiritual. So when the temptations of the flesh comes along, I can turn from that because that's going to lead me to death and I ain't dying. No, no. I'm going to live in him and develop in him. Does this happen overnight? No, it doesn't. But the more I give myself to the work of it, it begins to happen in my life. I overcome challenges and obstacles in my life by keep yielding to the Spirit of God. Keep taking my failures to him. Say, God, help me with this. I don't want to fall in this anymore. I need your strength, Lord. So when, when it comes, Lord, make me aware so that I can move in the other direction so it does not overcome me. But build me up on the inside. Let me find scriptures in your word that will help to build me in this so that I can be stronger than the temptations that's coming against me so that I live in you and get victory over the flesh every time. part of my growth. It's part of my development. It's part of me becoming what God wants me to become because I yield to him and I don't let the things of this world take me under but I stay where he wants me to stay because I stay spiritual. I keep living there. That's my dwelling place in the spirit of that's what I allow to have control in my life, the spirit of God. And too often where the enemy gets a foothold is that he begins to do things that appeal to the flesh side of me. And as he continues to do that and as I keep giving way to that or hearing that or, or spending time in that, it begins to pull me away from the spirit. I'm now walking in or yielding to the flesh. So God wants us to grow and God wants us to develop as we're going forward in him. And the way that he wants us to do it, he's given us clues as to where, uh, along the way as to how to do it. One, keep your mind in the right place. And two, live in the spirit. Yield to the things of God that you know are right. Do the things that you know benefit and bless your life. Pull away from the stuff that you know ain't doing nothing but pulling you in the direction that you don't want to go. It is hindering your progress in God. And if I want to grow in him and develop in him, then I've got to be a part of living in this spirit where his spirit has control in my life. And I'm not yielding to the things of this flesh, but I'm walking in him and experiencing life and peace. Mm -mm, don't happen because somebody laid hands on you and the oil got on you and stuff like that. Boom! Strong in the spirit. No, you're strong because you keep living in the spirit. You keep doing it. A lot of, I, I wish, I wish it could happen like that. Just touch me and make me right. Just lay hands on me and make me everything that God wants me to be. Do it, do it for me, Jesus. I want it, I want it. And he said, I want you to have it, but you got to participate with me. <laughs> you got to work with me. You got to live in the spirit of 
all about choices that we make and decisions that we make and directions that we want to go in. God's got blessings and plenty that he wants to yield and give to us, but it's all by the way we live in him and do those things that are right in his sight. He sends his spirit to quicken us, to make us alive. And he gives me life so that I can stay in him and not yield to the things of this world. But it's my choice as to how I live. How I live. How I live. He ain't gonna make you. He gonna try to reach you. But he ain't gonna make you. It's my choice. So that I do it God's way, then God causes the benefits of, uh, of that choice to bring forth, as it said in what we, what we talked about. It gives, that the last verse in, in Romans said, but if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify or make dead the deeds of this bodies, ye shall live. How you living? What's got the control? What's got, what's, 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 what's got the, uh, what's, what's guiding you? Who got the remote? That's the one who controls the channels. Who got the remote? Allow the spirit of God to be calling the shots in live in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh and you'll grow and develop and be everything that God wants you to be ah, Jesus okay he keep playing with me he keep playing with me okay 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 so so It's, 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 it's stuff like this, you know. Every now and then we were, we were in the house playing around and stuff like doing, doing the various things and with, with my father or my mother and stuff like that. And we jump and we're playing, tell, telling jokes and doing this and it's all fun and games. But then after a while it gets serious. And she said, no, no, uh, I need you to sit down right now. I need you to hear what I'm saying. I need you to understand what I'm saying. It's not, you you we was playing a minute ago, but this is serious business. So I need your attention so you can get what I'm saying, so you can do what I need you to do. When it comes to our growth, when it comes to our development, God said, I need, no, I can, do, yep, I can give you the blessings, I can do, I can do this, I can heal the body, I can do that, but no, I need you to grow, so this is serious. Not that none of that other stuff is not, but this I need you to get. Because there'll be challenges coming your way. There'll be difficulties you're going to face. There'll be temptations that are going to pull at you. There's going to be circumstances that are going to try to vie for your attention and get you to go in the direction. But you've got to be spiritual so that you can rightly discern 
and walk in the path that God has for you. It's not always the enjoyment. Sometimes it is a suffering way, but anybody who has gone through anything and they have grown, it's what they say, no pain, no gain. Growing is a difficult process in the sense that it comes with exertion. It comes with participation. It comes with something being needed from you. But if I'm going to grow, then I got to do the necessary. So I'm encouraging, and as, as the word comes up to us on today, that we would be engaged and, and allow the spirit of God, that we intentionally walk in the way of God. That means I get in my word. That means I spend time in prayer. That means I fellowship with the saints. I fellowship with the believers. I get in crowds that encourage me in the things of God. And all of this is helping me to live in the spirit so that I don't yield to the flesh and that I grow and develop in him. How you live? How you live? What's the path you take? Well, I do a little bit of here, I do a little bit of that. We go back and forth, back and forth gets us nowhere, not really. We give full com commitment and com uh, uh, surrender to the things of God so that that plan, that purpose, the spirit might live fully and completely in us. How you living? How you living? Let's pray. God, we bless you, we thank you, we honor you, we give you glory. We thank you for this thing that you desire for us. Development and growth in you. You wish above all things that we would prosper and be in health as our souls prosper. Sometimes we don't read the whole thing. We just, uh, you would that we would be, you know, have wealth and we have health and we stop right there but it says in proportion to the way your soul prospers how does my soul prosper I stay in spiritual things in my word in prayer in relationship with him in drawing near to him and as my soul prospers and soul will I be in health and receive the things that I need so today God we want to yield to you and be for you and do those things that help us become spiritually mature you're seeking to perfect us that means to mature us and it happens as we yield to you so today help us take real good look at how we're living and through the path that we're living will determine where we're going. And if we want to go with you, help us to walk in the Spirit. Help us to allow the Spirit that dwelleth in us to be fed and nurtured so we don't yield to the flesh. We bless you and thank you for growth that's taking place because when we grow, not only do we develop spiritually, but you release to us because we can handle the blessings that we look for. 
wealth, health, strength, position. Because we can handle it because we mature. Help us to grow. Help us to grow. Put us in the right space and place so that what we do aids us, benefits us, so that we don't die, but that we live. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen, amen. If you're here today or listening through Facebook and you are not or you uh, realize that it's leaning more to the flesh than it is to the spirit. You control the growth as to what you yield to. So if you have not been giving it to the Lord, walking in those things that build you, this is a time to turn it around. If you haven't given your life to the Lord, that's where we start. Because we don't get the spirit down on the inside of us without receiving him as Lord. And the spirit on the inside of us is our helper to get us to maturity. So if you have not received Jesus and you want to, or if you've been struggling in this area, and based on what you may have heard today, you've gotten some clues, some insight as to how to develop better. For you, we'll be praying. We'll pray one other prayer before we close off of Facebook, and it's this. If you want to receive Jesus, this is the time we do it. And if you want to grow and develop, get back in line, this is a space and place for it. So those who would uh, have either of those desires, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, one, opening up my heart and my life for you to come in and live in me. I pray today, Lord, that you would wash away the sins of my past. And today, ignite in me, start in me, begin in me, this walk of living for you. I open up to receive your spirit to dwell down on the inside of me so that I might live in it and become all that you would have me to be. I thank you right now for salvation in Jesus' name. For those who are struggling, we pray, Lord, that you would strengthen us to get our feet planted in solid ground and intentionally do those things that help us to grow in you. We want to live in the spirit. Strengthen us to do those so we can be all that you would have us to be and do all that you would have us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For those on Facebook land, thank you for joining us on today and YouTube, however it's going. Thank you for being a part of our worship on today. We pray that you are blessed and benefited. And if you would, come and join us on the next occasion. We'll see you then. God bless. Have a great day. Amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together real quick. Give God praise.